0: Hey guys, today I'm here with April Cobb and we are going to talk about niching down. It's something I hear a lot of people talking about, but we want to talk about in terms of niching down and doing something you like, because I think April and I both believe this is totally possible. I feel like there are a lot of people out there that are like, you can't do what you like and make money at it, or you can't do what you like and it can't be a niche. Like it needs to be like, you know, and I think April has totally done this beautifully. So April, I want you to talk to us about your fabric lines and about niching down and what you've done. I'd
1: love to. Okay. So I spoke in our last podcast a little bit about, um, my Gilmore girls fabric and how that became such a hit and just totally done out of like my love for the show with no intention of it ever becoming anything that was going to,
0: I also have to say, I didn't say in the last show. But I am a huge Gilmore Girls fan, so like this was like when I because I remember seeing the fabric and I was just like, "Oh, like seriously, so good." Okay, sorry you guys, you'll have to check her Etsy shop so you can see it.
1: Well, I remember actually. I have to bring it up because we were at some kind of a sewing. we were at sewing summit. Do you remember that? Yeah, totally. Years ago, and I had started working on. I had started working. It was on- buildings. Okay. You were working on buildings. So I was like, I love the town of Stars Hollow. I want to do a fabric that showcases those buildings. And I had done a lot of the buildings, but I'm like, I had my com- computer with me and Karina was sitting next to me, and I'm like, What do I do? Like, how do I make it like blend together? And she gave me the advice to put some greenery in, like some grass, some trees. I don't remember that part. You <laughs> did, and she gave me a few illustrator tips as well. I,
0: I remember that because usually people come to me with their illustrator problems. So I remember kind of being like, Oh, just do this or do this, and it'll be yeah. way faster. And you were like, Oh, that is faster. And I was like, This is oh, the select
1: all tool, and yeah. I, that you taught me about that was so great, but, but that was really helpful to me in doing this, um, this, this was the kind of the inspirational piece of that line. And that was the first one I was doing. So Karina was right there with me, but I just loved it. And I wanted so much to show that town. And then once I started doing that, I started getting all these ideas and I'm like, I could do a whole line of this. And I've done, you know, ones with the faces of the characters and just the signs that are shown in the show and things. And by the
0: way, if you are listening to the podcast, you need to zoom over to the YouTube channel because April is showing these fabrics. So if you really want to see them, you need to come to the YouTube channel or you need to go visit her Etsy shop. Well, which I'll put in the description. Keep going. Sorry, April. <laughs>
1: well, and 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 if I were trying to just make a lot of money off of this, I would probably have not done as well, but because I loved it so much, I wanted to do some really unique things. And there's a character in that show, Rory, who's a young girl that reads a ton. And I think a lot of people identify with her and were inspired by that. So this this particular design is just books that she has read talked about that's referenced on the show and I made spines of all of these and that that fabric has sold also just to librarians who probably know nothing about Gilmore girls but and part of I guess the moral of that story is you just make something that inspires you something that's interesting or that you love or that you want to spend a lot of time learning and thinking about and you'll be surprised who comes out of the woodwork because so many people, like the things that you like it. Like if you like something, it's, it's probable that there's other people out there that share the same love that you do.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. And I feel like people get so nervous. Like no one's going to like my style. No one's I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I, I love that you think you're that unique, but at the end of the day, most of us like a lot of the similar things we really do. Even your quirky, whatever it is over there, some like you can sell it like the crazy things you'll see. Like, to me, it's so funny because I talk about niching down all the time, but there is nothing more niche down than just Gilmore girls. Like we're talking about a single TV show in the span of the universe. From and like, that's decades. It.
1: like, like how long ago was that show on? Like in 2000 to 2007, maybe or
0: something. Gilmore girls is my go-to show when I'm designing a fabric line though, because I don't have to watch it. Like you can listen to it because the dialogue is so wonderful.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I've been actually listening to the podcast by Scott Patterson, who plays Luke on that. I didn't know there was a podcast. Yeah, it's a new podcast where he interviews people on the show and stuff like that, because it's like watching the show 50,000 times isn't enough for me. Like I have to put it into (laughs) my veins through like getting onto a podcast. But um, well, and then other shows have come along and I, I felt like that was such an interesting thing to me to like, I took just a pile of fat quarters with me to quilt market when I was selling there once. And my husband's like, you should just take some of that. You know, at the time I was digitally printing myself and I took some and I was wiped out like everybody loved it. So every night that I would come home, I would just be printing, printing, printing more of it to take back. Um, and people were just like buying it at my booth because they liked it so much. Um, anyway, I didn't expect that. And, and, you know, later on down the, down the road, there've been other shows that have just touched me and I've, and I've done other nichey things like this, for example, like who doesn't know exactly what that is, you know, just getting some good <laughs> art. The Brady bunch. Okay. For
0: those of you guys on the podcast, you just showed a fabric. That's the Brady bunch. I'm pretty sure it's the Brady bunch. Otherwise Brady bunch. I don't know anything <laughs>
1: And then another show that I just thought was so cute, and maybe I was so inspired by it because it just speaks to so many generations, but um, um, Stranger Things as well. So I've done some Stranger Things fabrics, which have been also, and this is fan art. This isn't like I called... Netflix. And I was like, I want to get the rights to the line. I don't use their logo. I don't call it stranger things fabric. You know, I'm respectful of what they're trying to do, but this is just um, like my kind of vision of what that show is like what I love about it and it translates into fabrics and so it's been really neat through the years to see things and I know you've probably had this feeling and so many of your listeners too where you create something and you see what other people make from that and it's so rewarding and so sometimes it's some pretty weird stuff because some of my fabrics are a little bit weird but they're things that I like and others have agreed I guess.
0: I love it. I love it so much. And I love that you're having fun doing it. You're niched down and you're making money doing it, which that's the other thing. I think people get a little bit like if I like it, can I make money off of it? I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that, April?
1: Um, Certainly you can make money off of things that you like, but if you do it right, I mean, if you're putting your heart into it and doing a good job and you're willing to start because when you first open an etsy shop you don't get very much traffic you know my etsy shop didn't explode until i introduced my gilmore girls fabric and within like a month they were using a picture of my gilmore girls fabric as the craft supply main image for gilmore girls supplies or i don't know what it was but i was like wow how did that happen how did i get thousands of orders But but it didn't
0: happen off the bat. That's what you're saying, which I think people need to hear. Like there's usually some time before everyone thinks people are just instant successes, that they're just suddenly doing the thing and they're amazing. And it's like, oh my gosh, if you'd just been paying attention to me back when I was making tote bags, and headbands for farmers markets and now here I am doing this and it took a while to do this it takes time and I say this all the time especially to my design suite members or if you're in one of my design boot camps we are here for the long game because the long game is what makes us money the long game is what gives us the most actual like self-fulfillment like in living a creative life it's the long game it's not the short game the short game feels hard
1: It does. And that's like being a one hit wonder who wants that. Like you want to just, you do it because you love it. I certainly do it because I love it, you know? And I know that you do too. I mean, you start becoming more dependent on the financial aspect of it, but the money will come. Like, I wouldn't say like if you get in a bind and they're going to take away your home, open an Etsy shop tomorrow and start putting random stuff on it. I mean, (laughs) that's not going to save your home, but if you just start along the path, and you try different things another thing that's been extremely helpful to me at farmers markets might seem hokey but it gives you an opportunity to be like in a retail space where you're getting feedback from your customers and i think that's something that is just invaluable even if you make something great and you're taking it to boutique sometimes the boutique owners will tell you i had this feedback from my customers it's not comfortable or it itches or it's um it's too orange you know whatever But I found with the farmer's market every week, people would say, oh, this is an interesting headband. Wouldn't it be nice if you could wash it? And I'm like, oh, duh, I need to make it so I can wash it. Or it'd be nice if you had like, that's how I would know that design like colors were becoming on trend because people would come in and start saying like stop buying brown in those early 2000s and they wanted gray and yellow all of a sudden. And I would listen and then I'd come back with a bunch of that and it would just get bought up right away.
0: Isn't that crazy? And you were good at listening because most of the time people take it as criticism, not like a, wait, this is what the market's asking for. Maybe I need to, that's what I'm talking about. Your adaptability. I talked about this in her first podcast that I talked to April. She really is super adaptable. And I think to have a creative career, you do have to be adaptable, which is why so many of you who know me, I keep doing different things because I'm like following a trend. I'm kind of paying attention to what's happening in the marketplace. I'm going to follow what I like to do, but I'm also going to follow what the market is telling me I need to do.
1: And it's much like when you are investing in the stock market, you diversify your portfolio and that's a really good way to go about your business as well. You might start out making tote bags, but once you get a grasp on that and you have an audience and clients introduce something new now and then you don't have to introduce it on a large scale, but try out new things because when the market dips and they're not buying tote bags, they might start buying your headbands. And that's something we talked about in the last podcast, but it's always good to have different balls in the air, to have different, you know, versions of what you do.
0: Yeah. I love it. Without straying from it completely, you know? Yeah. I love it. So good. April, April, if people want to find you, where can they find you?
1: I would say to go to my Etsy shop, April Cobb Designs, and um, that would be the best place to see what I'm doing. And you can even contact me through
0: that if you'd like to know more. I'm going to leave the link for you guys here in the podcast and on the blog. I would love for you to go check out April. April and I have been friends for a very long time. We've even done conferences together where we taught together, and it's just been super fun to reconnect with her and let you guys hear a little bit of the conversation we tend to have, we're always talking about business and doing things and letting you guys in on that secret. Thanks so much for coming, April. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Goodbye. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.